you're the reason, one of the main reasons, uh, if not the primary reason why, why Mint got started. Um, I remember you called or we were, we were talking about doing some type of token project at the time. Yeah. Um, and you were also looking for people to do marketing, whatever. And I just had left my job at Draper Gorn home, mm-hmm. um, to start the podcast. And it's funny because a lot of why I originally quit Draper Gorn home was to start a token based community for creator and was thinking of using CoinVise essentially as that, as that foundation to sort of launch the token, build a community around it, et cetera. And I'm curious how you sort of, and that was about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So how are airdrops, how were airdrops being used then, right? Yeah. And now with this new feature that you're introducing, how do you expect them to be used now? Yeah. So airdrops before were used for rewarding soft contributions. Right. And rewarding community-specific interactions that were, hey, go retweet this tweet. Right. Hey, help me uh, moderate this uh, Discord call. Or, hey, wh- why don't you sort of help uh, manage our community and we'll, we'll sort of give you X amount of tokens right. every month. So they were sort of community-specific actions that were rewarded with tokens. Uh, and what we realized is, A, uh, airdrops should be participation first. And because these tokens are valuable and they often represent ownership in a community, even though they're utility tokens. So even if they're non-liquid tokens, what are some ways which are meaningful forms of participation that you can scope out that can sort of be applied to a lot of the creator communities that we work with today, mm-hmm. uh, right? So uh, we sort of made a list and uh, some of the use cases that really stood out for airdrops was A, uh, this is we've, something we've seen with platforms too, but vampire attacks. Mm-hmm. I think vampire attacks has been like the overarching theme of like go-to-market strategy for a lot of individuals, creators, uh, platforms. This is how SushiSwap became SushiSwap right. is, is, is because of the vampire attack. Uh, and essentially for people who don't know, vampire attack is essentially when um, uh, a SushiSwap uh, did uh, airdrop tokens to people i think that were uniswap liquidity lp token sure. holders uh and uh now you, if you go to coinwise you can essentially just fetch uh any token so you can put in let's say bankless dow uh, and it'll return all the tokens of a bankless uh bankless dow holder and you can airdrop them tokens directly to their wallet so we've sort of built plugins for pop so you can get all the people that hold a particular pop all you have to do is just put in an id mm. uh, you can put you can get all the people that voted for a snapshot proposal so you can just put in the proposal id or you can get all any kind of token holder token nft uh, or like reward participation on twitter and all these tools are like all no code so before i we saw people like manually trying to fetch these addresses and then airdrop them but now you can just put in the token or putting the pop id or snapshot id for governance mm-hmm. and you can airdrop them tokens for meaningful contribution got it so i like how you sort of segmented the airdrop tool around um either a certain action mm-hmm. or a certain sort of filter. Right. Um, I'm curious how, 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 to what extent this filter sort of goes. So can I find people who, um, who were a part of Bankless, who also signed signatures, um, who, ha- who have about X amount in their wallet, right? Mm-hmm. And extract that accordingly. Yeah. So this is exactly the idea is when you look at the optimism airdrop, they also had certain conditions on what what made you a valuable member to the optimism collective. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of them was you should be a Gitcoin grantee. You should have participated in their governance proposals. Uh, you should have been like, you know, participated on the optimism network. Right. Um, so what makes you valuable as a community member is a that you've participated in any form of their governance. Snapshot mm-hmm. has been by far the most popular. And even when we did user interviews, the request for a lot of these like 
hey, I, I want you to automate X and reward Y tokens to Got this it. person, right? Uh, they range from like really wide, like really like wake things like, hey, I want to distribute tokens for uh, them having to do some kind of work. So mm-hmm. that was like bounties or dework, uh, all the way to like really specific is like if they uh, read this article on my website, I want to distribute them tokens. Uh, so we sort of had to find a middle ground on what was possible and what was like, what is something that we can do on chain at, at scale for multiple communities. Mm. So pop, uh, I mean, if you, if you think about it for creator communities, hosting events is the best way to build and, and strengthen right. relationships. So we saw most of the events that we a- attended or, or even studied, uh, pops was the one tool that they used almost sure. every single time, virtual or in person. Right. 